Welcome back. Good to have you on this trade deadline day. The big news, two of them. The Lions send their tight end, TJ Hawkinson, over to the Vikings. In other big news regarding the Green Bay Packers, Jordy Nelson and Josh Sitton are going into the Hall of Fame. There you have it. Thank God I brought an extra pair of pants today. Looking forward to all of this. Yeah. How are we looking? Welcome back to the program. Uh, let's bring him in now, which I'm sure he's standing by with a change of pants himself as he covers the Green Bay Packers for Sports Illustrated. Our buddy Bill Huber's here. Bill, how are you doing? <laughs> That's really funny. Uh, no, I, do, I, do, I, am, I am not at the ready. I should probably go grab some before, you know, after the segment's over. Yeah, just in case. Just in case. Yeah, it can know. happen at any moment. Yeah. Uh, you tell me, uh, do, first of all, I, I think if you pay $50 million a year to a quarterback, it says you're going all in. Why would you not try to fortify this team, not only this year, but for maybe another year to come? Because you only have a couple of years left with Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, I'd agree with that. Um, they went, you know, people aren't, this is what all in is they're going to get, right? I mean, they are way over next year's cap because of all the financial, you know, maneuvering to get underneath this year's cap. They, they signed guys in for agency. Um, they re-signed. They spent big money to re-sign some guys on defense. Um, this, these guys are built to win now, and the minute Aaron Rodgers walks out the door, that's over. And I realize that they're 3-5, and five, and maybe it's over now. But I, to me, you, you just can't give up on the season. I realize the record, I get all of it, but if you stick all the chips in the middle to win one more with Aaron Rodgers, if you don't, that means you're not, right? And the minute he's out the door... Again, I realize he hasn't played well, but the minute he's out the door, forget about it, right? Right. What is Jordan Love showing you that he's going to be the next skyline to keep three decades of winning into four? Like nothing, right? Mm-hmm. No, I completely agree. I, I I don't understand what they're hanging on to. I mean, I, I don't want to knock Goody, but the draft choices specifically in the twos and threes have not been great. Um, I if you can find a proven wide receiver, it can't hurt at this point. I mean, I understand the defense has been somewhat of a disappointment, but do you? Th- what was the message that Matt Lafleur sent, in your opinion, when he says we're not going to make a silly deal? Um, that he, <laughs> that, that he and Goody have been talking about. I mean, look, they they talk all the time anyway, but I think it means that they've they've talked, and Lafleur might want something, and look, Goody's saying, hey, you know, I'm not, not going to give up. You know, buy first-round picks for some Joe Schmoy. You know, I'm too too exaggerated to make a point. So they needed to make a move, um, but they're not going to, you know, mortgage the future any further than they already have with all the the financial stuff. So um, I think I think they'll do something. We'll see. But I I would I'd bet a dollar. I wouldn't bet two dollars. So I, I would bet a dollar that they'll do something here in the next couple hours. Um, if they do, do you think it's a big deal? Do you think it's a Cooks? Do you think it's a uh, a, a bigger name that's coming in, or do you think it's one of these lesser than you know impressive type deals? Yeah, that's a good question. Um, you know, I'm, I'm sure they would love, you know, Chase Claypool. Uh, I mean, he's you know just from his size and speed and usage, I mean, he does fit what Green Bay wants to do. And he's young; he's under contract in the future. It's not a one-year rental. I, you know, someone mentioned AJ Green the other day. It's like they're not going to trade for AJ and get the hell out of here. Um, so I mean, that that would make some sense, I think. But, you know, as long as the guy can – as long as the guy is a real deep threat, right? As long as he mm-hmm. – when he's on the field, like, you know, Bill DeScanling wasn't a great player. But the minute he was out there, defenses knew he was out there and had to play accordingly. If they can get somebody like that, 
Um, the defenses have to fear. I, I do think it opens up some underneath spaces right now. Without a deep threat, it's just so hard. It's just so hard to get anything underneath because defenses just don't think the Packers are going to do it because they can't. I, uh, I I don't know what to make of the – I saw Dan Orlovsky's tweet today and says 3,003 snaps with uh, first and second rounders, the most of any team in the National Football League, and yet it's one of the worst defenses and it's completely underperformed. Is it an overestimation uh, of talent or is it coaching, Bill? Yeah, I mean, it's probably everything. I mean, these, these one or the other things, it's probably never one or the other. Um. Yeah, it, it, it's hard. You know, it's hard to point to coaching, right? Because we don't know. I mean, is is the game plan great and they're just screwing things up? Um, is the game plan great, but somehow the the message isn't getting across from Jerry Gray? Um, or is the talent overrated? You know, I I got into this yesterday in a story on the site. Um, you know, they they bet that um, Devondre Campbell and Rasul Douglas weren't one year wonders, right? They were one year right. wonders. Um, and they bet that they weren't by signing them to pretty big deals. Now, I get it. If you were trying to win a Super Bowl, you're, you're not any better by having to go draft another linebacker. You're not any better by having to draft another corner, right? So it, it made, I totally understand paying those guys. But even Goody must have thought, man, oh, man, this is a gamble because I mean, what had Rasul Douglas ever done? All of a sudden he intercepts five passes. Devontae Campbell was a reliable starter, but he was never, like, a Pro Bowl guy, let alone first team All Pro. Um, so yeah, I'm, sure, I'm sure even he was aware of that. So what you know, what are you going to do, right? You got you got to sign him. Um, so may, maybe we're just all overvaluing who they have. I mean, that could be it. I man, that's a great question because Rasul Douglas said he played so loose and played free, and Devondre Campbell said he loved the freedom that Joe Barry gave him, and. You know, are they trying to overcompensate for guys that aren't as good? I mean, did they overestimate and overpay for Jair? I mean, wh- why, why did Stokes drop off so bad? I Part of me wants to say it's just I, maybe they're using these guys in, in a position that they shouldn't be used in because now they have all the weapons together. Yeah, that could be. And, you know, and I, something else, too, is I don't know. Honestly, I don't know if this is a big factor now or if this is just kind of standard operating procedure. But Jair wants to play man. Stokes wants to play man. Douglas wants to play zone. Um, and I'm, I'm not bad about those guys. Don't, don't take it the wrong way. But you you have your strengths, right? So however you line up if you're Joe Barry, you're not really playing into the hands of Jair Alexander if you go zone, or you're not playing into Rasul Douglas's hands if you go man. I mean, just the way it is. Again, I don't know if that's kind of the way it is around the league or, or if that's an issue, too. It's probably something I'm going to mention to Barry on Thursday because I thought about it last night. Um, but, man, it is – it's mystifying. I semi-jokingly said before the season, if they don't finish in the top five in points of love, Joe Barry should be fired. <laughs> they're 16th right now. Right. I uh, I would agree. I, I know they're not going to make It's funny because they talk about making a trade and it's hemming and hawing and silly deals and this, but the minute he's asked about Joe Barry, it's like, no, no, Joe's not going anywhere. Are you crazy? And I'm thinking to myself, wait a minute. <laughs> you know, I don't understand playing 10 yards off the ball when they only it's a third and six. I don't understand why you don't have guys playing man when they want to. I, I, I don't, you know, it sounds like guys are saying, dude, we need to play this way, and the coaches aren't listening. I, certainly I would consider firing that coach at this point, right? Um, I mean, it, it does help that, you, that Jerry Gray's here, right? I mean, he's been a, he's been a defensive coordinator, a pretty decent one, too. Right. So I think that I think that does help you out. Um, but again, I don't know. Maybe Lafleur's watching the same thing or watching the film and thinking, "Man, these guys just aren't executing 
almost said a bad word, executing crap, you know, it's, you know, not the defensive coordinator's fault. I, I have no idea, we'll, and we'll never know those behind closed doors conversations, right? But they, they talk all the time, whether it's LeFleur looking at Barry's defense through the prism of the opposing, you know, of the offensive coordinator or, you know, the other way around. So it's not like they're not talking. Um, it is it is mystifying, though, as far as, and here's this here too, Bill, is why do we think they're going to be great? We thought they were going to be great based on last year's playoff game, which was against Jimmy Garoppolo. We thought mm-hmm. they were going to be great based on how they kicked the Packers' butts in training camp against an offense that's 26 in scoring. So maybe our expectations are just out of whack because they their quote-unquote big victories were against crappy units. The uh, the offense, uh, we finally had seen them run the football, but Aaron Rodgers had talked about you know the ability to run, and then he said manage the game. Which and we know Aaron picks and chooses his words carefully. Do you? Because I, I thought to myself, the minute he said that, I thought this is a guy saying you paid me fifty million dollars to manage a game. Really, is this where we're at? Do you think he's also pining for them to make a deal? Well, I'm sure. Um, and I kind of asked him that after the Jets game. Um, look, they can go. They could get to the playoffs with this group, right? I mean, they could go 9-8, and 10-7 and get to the playoffs. Well, I mean, who cares? I mean, you know, they, they go to the playoffs all the time. This, maybe this is Rodgers last year, right? Maybe it's next year. I mean, he knows the, the clock's winding down and, you know, playoff appearances are great, but he's it's time to go win a Super Bowl. He's running out of time to get that done. Of course, he's, of course he wants something done. Um, who wouldn't, right? I mean, any quarterback would right. want something done. Um, the game manager stuff, I don't, I, I don't know. I mean, I, I think – even he was probably realistic last week, such a one when Watson goes down, that your receivers are Sammy Watkins, Romeo Dobbs, Amari Rodgers, and Samori Torrey, two of those guys who, like, never play. I mean, I, I'm sure he understood last week what they were doing. I mean, you, you can't go throw the ball 40 times a game with that group. Right, right. I, I Let me ask you this. Um, when you talk about the group – you get, let's just say, you get Lazard back, you get Cobb back, you get Watson back. Is it even a with everybody in your full complement? It's still not a good group, right? No, it's not. Um, the the only hope, and I mean, gosh, I've said this since since August, is the only hope is Romeo Dobbs and Christian Watson become difference makers down the stretch. You you stay afloat long enough where you can make a run because those guys become forces. Now, every time that Watson gets hurt. And look, I don't. I don't want to hear that he's fragile. The guy took a wicked shot the other day, um, but he's going to be out again, right? It's, it's the guy's development here has just been thrown for one loss after another. So it, it, at the end of the day, it's going to be up to those guys because we know what they have in Lazard and Watkins and Cobb, right? They're all mm-hmm. decent complementary guys. But if you need to need to run your passing offense through it, look, I've said this fifty-eight different times, going back to August. Who, who heck back to when they traded Adams? On third and ten, against a really good defense and a big moment in the big game, who gets open? That question hasn't changed. Nobody. Right. Yeah. And and I think it was stated very obviously that in the two minute hurry up, they would look lost. Yeah, I mean, Collinsworth it's, it's was dead on. They do don't it, have right. Yeah. I mean, there, there's only so many minutes on the practice field every week, and you're not burning those minutes running a two minute drill with Amaya Rogers out there, right? You're counting right. on those guys to hopefully know what they're doing, but until you're in that moment, it's hard. So. Yeah, it was an awful two-minute drill, but shoot, what the hell are you going to do, right? Right. 
Hey, um, before I let you go, by the way, we're talking with Bill Huber of Sports Illustrated. You can find him at Bill Huber SI over on Twitter. So um, what does the offensive line look like in your eyes right now? Because it has been one or, you know, every time I see a play that just doesn't work, somebody's missing something. This was supposed to be a group that we thought was going to be really, really good. Can you just look at it and say, guys haven't played together, guys haven't been stable, they've been moving around all season, and this is the result? Or do you think there's something else there? No, it's the first one. It's a good group. Um, you got to play together. I mean, McCarthy said that time after time after time. The best Lions are the Lions that play together. And then they just haven't done it. Um, so we'll, we'll see what happens this week at Belton Jenkins. Foot injury is a, a big deal. And, you know, Bakhtiari can string together another bunch of starts here. I mean, God, he was really I – mean, of, of all the guys on offense, him and Aaron Jones were far and away the best guys on, on Sunday. So if you can just get Bakhtiari out there playing at that level every week and if Belton Jenkins gets past whatever's wrong with them foot-wise – and can get back to his usual level. Now your left side's really good. You can go help the right side. You'll be all right. Uh, one more thing before I let you go. Uh, we talk about uh, special teams getting better. Rich Bisaccia certainly has made this group better. They're not great yet. Uh, but overall, have you at least in that area, we've seen some improvement, correct? Yeah, kind of. I mean, <laughs> the first few games were, were pretty darn fantastic, really. But then, you know, then there's a block punt. You have a couple longish kick returns. Um, there's a bad snap on Crosby's field goal the other night. Um, God, you can't. These guys are just no margin for error, and you can't be can't give giving away yards or, or muffing punts. So it's is it better? Yeah, probably. But man, <laughs> there's only one way to go, but up. So they they, they got to get back going. They have to get turning back the right way because these last couple of games have not been real good. We are now sitting just uh, more than a few hours away from the trade deadline. Bill, do you think they make a move? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> Wouldn't bet a lot of money on it, but I, I, I do think they'll do something. It's, you know, Goody pushed so many chips to the middle of the table, and if you don't do anything, it's like kind of like the white flag of surrender. At least in past years, they had the excuse of, hey, we're really good. We think this team is good enough. Well, this team isn't. So I think the pressure's on to do something. I, th- I think they will. It might not blow anybody's socks off, or maybe it will. Uh, but I, I think there's a realization they have to do something. I think it really, I just myself speaking, I hope it knocks my socks off. I, I would love to eat my words from earlier today. Would absolutely love it. Bill, great stuff as always, buddy. I appreciate it. We'll talk to you soon, okay? All right, take care. appreciate it. There you go. Bill Huber, Sports Illustrated, joining us for a couple of minutes. You can find his stuff at Bill Huber, H-U-B-E-R-S-I, at Bill Huber, S-I. Over on Twitter. Great stuff. He thinks they're going to make a move. Otherwise, what are you doing? Bill, I have an Which update. Which is what I've said. Yeah, go ahead. What do we got? Uh, this does not warrant any breaking news sounder, but people at Texans practice are saying that Brandon Cooks is nowhere to be seen. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. So, I guess I'll go you check. He's putting a cheese head on? Maybe the other teams that need a receiver are actually doing something. I don't know. Hard to say, but that is the situation we are monitoring. Do we think he's getting fitted for a cheese head? That's where we're at right now. Think about it. I'm excited. I'm excited right now. 877-867-1670. If you want to hit us up, do so. From what you just heard, uh, give us your thoughts on all of this. It's one of those days. Cook's nowhere to be found in Houston. Is he getting fitted for a cheese hat? 
could it actually be happening? I would love it if it was. Hey, uh, you know what I'm going to need after all of this? Um, Whatever happens. Uh, I'm going to need a place to go, rest, relax, enjoy myself. Probably going to get my friends over there at at Four Seasons Island Resort a call. Up in Pembine. And I love it up there. Uh, The the leaves are pretty much gone. But think about this. Uh, The UTV, ATV trails are still there, obviously. But uh, we are not far away from eventually the cold weather hitting and the possibility of snow flying, and you get my drift, right? So eventually, we're all going to be heading up in that direction and taking the sleds out, enjoying ourselves. Great place to go. Indoor pool, indoor hot tub, big sauna, all that kind of stuff. So you go out, you ride all day, you come back, you warm up, you're good to go. Go down to the Boundary Waters Bar and Grill, watch the games, enjoy some food. They have great food in the Diamond Room. They've got really good food, wine-tasting cheeses and all that kind of stuff in the upstairs lounge. And then you go downstairs and you hang out at Boundary Waters and you listen to some good music. And I got to tell you, there's been a couple of times I've listened to some music there, whether it was karaoke or some bands. They were so bad, they were good. It was a great time. I mean, people that couldn't hit a note, it was like Barney Fife on a bad day trying to sing Juanita. But it was just great. Had a great time. That is our friends at uh, Four Seasons Island Resort. And the best part about it, you get 15% off just by listening to the program. I'll tell you how. Go to the4seasonswisconsin.com. If you want to book a reservation, put in the promo code BillMichaels15. Or, easy enough, call our girl Barb, B-A-R-B. Call Barb right now, 715-324-5800. It's got some history to it, too. A little bit haunted. It's where all the mobsters used to go when they get out of Chicago and they'd hang out up there and everything. Kind of a historical place in that sense. You drive across that small bridge, you get onto the island, good to go. Good to go. That's our friends over there at the Four Seasons Island Resort. Call Barb, B-A-R-B, 715-324-5800. Tell her you heard it here. Or email her. It's that simple. B-A-R-B, Barb, at TheFourSeasonsWisconsin.com. Stay tuned. we got a lot more of the Bill Michael Show coming up right after this. Covering Wisconsin sports like a blanket, this is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. Welcome back. Hey, don't forget about our friends at Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin. Pella has uh, right now a great deal, great deal going on. And if you want zero payments, zero money down, zero interest, two years, two years, it's going on right now, right now. Uh, the commercial, by the way, I uh, finally saw the final product. I like it. I look horrible, but that's okay. Nobody watches the commercial for me anyway. You're looking for the uh, you're looking for the doors and the installation and the process and such, but good stuff from uh, Gina Dillon and our friends at Pillow Windows and Doors of Wisconsin. Uh, but they came by when I bought my uh, final door, my final patio door for the house. They did the commercial, the installation, and everything. You got to see a little bit of the house, not much, but a little bit. And that's really my house, and that's really my door. I mean, it's no you know Hollywood BS here. Um, but I zero payments, zero money down, zero interest. Two years right now. Make your home more economical. You know the cold winds are about to start blowing. You want to make sure that you're warm and toasty inside all throughout the winter months, and then you keep the heat out in the summer. 
And when you want to open the windows, you can open the windows without having problems, without them snapping out of position. You want to be able to open the patio door without having to use, uh, you know, 14 small people plus a, a truck to be able to pull the door open. Plus at night when you put your head on your pillow, you want to be able to just toe kick that thing with that little pin that pops out, locks both doors into place. Nobody's coming in. It's that simple. Go to PellaWI.com, P-E-L-L-A, PellaWI.com, or call them 855-PELLA-WI. That's 855 855- Pella WI. Ben, do we have breaking news? Nope. <laughs> oh. There you go. What'd you expect? Ben, the best in the business. He's he's succinct. Yeah. There you go. I do have a clip of Mike McCarthy from years ago. Asking if the trade deadline was next week. Yes. Let me hear it. What's what's the trade deadline like around here on yesterday? Say again? What, what's the trade deadline like around here? Is it a lot of conversation or just standard? You know, is that what you guys? I thought it was next week. No? <laughs> That's what it's like. God, there you go. Thought it was next week. Had no clue. No clue. I love it. Here we are. Um, eight seven seven eight six seven sixteen seventy. By the way, uh, Pac Fan says I did see the commercial. You didn't look that bad, Bill. Really, I didn't know. I haven't. I haven't seen it. I haven't seen it. I don't know. Good stuff. Uh, I I didn't think that it was uh, that me personally. I didn't think that uh, I I looked that great. But uh, maybe I do. Who knows? Um. This is from Tyler, who said uh, Cook's going to the Bears. Uh, the Brotherhood of Sports says Cook's going to the Bears. No. 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 Can't imagine that. Can't imagine that. Uh, let's go back to the phone calls. Let's go to Rod listening to us in lacrosse. Rod, how you doing today, man? What's going on? Hey, good afternoon, Bill. Uh, I was just wondering, do you think the Packers might have too much pride to sit there and uh, kind of offer Jordy Nelson maybe a mill or two until the end of the year, uh, the end of the season? Because, uh, uh, you know, he was always Rogers' right-hand man, and he always seemed to catch the ball when uh, times were down. Yeah, it is. Uh, unfortunately, Jordy has not been working out to play football. He's been hanging out on his farm, playing with his kids, and enjoying his life. Hey, hey, and I, I, uh, I live on a farm. I live on a farm, and that's working out. Well, that is working out. That's not football working out, but I'll give you that because I, I only went to the farm on weekends and tried to throw a few bay, uh, hay bales around, and that uh, that takes something right there. I'll tell you that. I admire anybody that works on a farm. Heck, yes, without a doubt. No doubt but, uh, yeah, I don't, I don't think Jordy's going to be with- back anytime soon. What quick trip did you say you're going to be at? On uh, what day? Uh, I'm coming into the quick trip city, if you will, in Lacrosse. I'll be there um, on Thursday. Okay. What what quick trip are you going to be at, or are you going to be at a quick trip? It's at it's at the quick trip. It's at the the main facility, the plant. Oh, the main facility and the industrial. Yeah, market. yeah, that giant uh, thing over there. What is that near, like Viterbo College in that area? No, it's uh, it's over by the marsh. <laughs> 
Are you, oh yeah, there's not much there. It's just the marsh. You're right. But, well, Viterbo uh, though, they, they've crossing. got that base. They've got that baseball field over there that every now and then gets flooded out. Yeah, that's that's a Viterbo baseball field. Yeah, yeah, that's a Viterbo baseball field. Yes, but I'll be at the, the Quick Trip City on Thursday. Okay, sounds so for good. sure. Yep. All right, buddy. Talk to you soon. There you go. He drops off. You get on board. Eight seven seven eight six seven sixteen seventy. By the way, the Lions say we're not done. We're not done. They've let the league know they're willing to make deals at other positions, including defensive back. We're not done. We're taking as many draft choices as we can get. Packers might win on Sunday. They could be without everybody. Packers now looking really good for a victory on Sunday. I'll tell you that right now. Uh, Cheers says Brandon Cooks has 18 million guaranteed, so he's not coming to Green Bay. Uh, cheers. There is no way that uh, many teams are going to be able to eat all of that. So if he does get traded, chances are Houston's paying quite a bit of that. Just an FYI. So say they get it down to where only, first of all, you're only getting them for half a season. So it goes from 18 down to nine. And then say if Houston pays six or seven of that, then you're only paying them 2 million bucks. So yes, you could. Just an FYI. Yes, you could. Got to think, got to think. It's all about the Monet. It's all about the Money. 877-867-1670. Hit us up. We got a lot more of the Bill Michael Show coming up. It's a crazy day. Uh, Collins, uh, Colton just writes, he said, uh, I just drove past Green Bay and Lambeau Field. I blew the horn really loud. Maybe that woke up good against I'm going for a beer. I'll drive back just before the trade deadline and blow the horn again. That's that's all we need. People listening to the program driving past uh, Lambeau Field blowing the horn. <laughs> Maybe that's what you do, you know? Maybe you say, hey, we want something. You got people circling Lambeau. Blowing the horn. It's, it's uh, you annoying know. horn that they like to blow. I know, right? It's annoying as hell. It's annoying. I know what he's talking about, too. That horn up there in uh, Minnesota. Oh, my God. Oh, just terrible. Terrible. All right. Stay tuned. Got a lot more of the Bill Michael Show coming up. Ready? This is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. Are you ready to lose your damn mind? I, uh, I'm, I'm, oh my God. Ben, do your thing. You asked last break if I had an update. Now I actually do. Breaking news, Schefter field gates a lot of people. The Pittsburgh Steelers are trading wide receiver Chase Claypool for a second round pick to 
the Chicago Bears. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. Chase Claypool has been traded for a second-round draft choice. The second-round ask was true. He is going to the Chicago Bears. It's kind of funny at this point. Wow. We're going to take the North and never give it back. Wow. Okay. I guess Cooks isn't going to the Bears. Maybe he's still not being seen at uh, the Houston Texans practice. Maybe he's still being fitted for a cheesehead. Maybe he's still being fitted for a cheesehead. I'm the positive Pete right now. <laughs> okay. I, 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 we're now two hours and 20 minutes away from the trade deadline. Two hours, 20 minutes away, trade deadline. That, that's, that, that's it. Just I'm just I'm I'm making a, do a silly deal. That's a silly deal. That's a silly deal. Okay. <laughs> Good God. The Bears are all in. Oh. Bears are dismantling the defense. They're trying to put weapons around. Justin Fields, and rightfully so. There you go. Mark says, who cares? Why y'all freaking out? Mark, Why? Do, let me ask you this, Mark. Why don't you? What? What is your calming thought here? What? Give me your deep philosophy here. You know? Give, give me... Give me the deep philosophy. Uh, Dylan says, this only adds insult to injury when all the teams in the NFC North are making moves today and the Green Bay Packers stand pat. They have the best quarterback or the second-to-best quarterback in the league, and they're doing nothing. In other words, they're admitting their failures and moving on. I believe they want Aaron Rodgers out, and this is a way to do it. Now, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Um... If Aaron Rodgers goes away at the end of the season, if you if you believe that, then in essence you bankrupt the team for a year. I mean, you're 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 just trashing next season then, and you're basically starting over, right? Because that's you're not going to have any money to pay anybody. You're getting, you're getting rid of everybody at that point, and then you're asking Jordan Love who is supposed to be, you know, a high, and he is a high-end pick. He's this guy that is so coveted within the organization. You're throwing him into one of the worst possible situations. And I've seen this happen time and again growing up in Cincinnati where you throw a first-round draft choice behind a bad offensive line into a bad team in a bad situation and say, oh, go, go be great, which it destroys their confidence, their ability to, to, to then be calm, and handle things rather than being under the gun. And then you think when it gets better, they'll be great. And no, by then you've shot their confidence and shot their ability to rationally think 
because all they know is getting the hell beat out of them and not success, and you ruin them. Uh, the Chase Claypool deal, the Bears get a 24-year-old wide receiver who was under contract through the end of 2023, had 10 touchdowns as a rookie. He's a big-body vertical threat that could soon become Chicago's number one wide receiver, an upside player with plenty of talent, and he still fills a major need and is only getting better. That is the assessment on Chase Claypool. That's what the Dolphins did as well, Bill, with Tua yeah. and Tyreek and Waddle. It's what the Eagles did with A.J. Brown. Mm-hmm. Wow. So in other words, they get rid of Roquan. They get rid of Roquan. They get rid of the money. They bring in Chase Claypool, good player. They've got money to spend then next year. And they can then go back and bolster that defense and still have draft choices to do it. They're building fast. But see, they've got a, a rookie contract or you know, a rookie quarterback under contract. Uh Dan Orlowski just tweeted out Packers, and then in all capital letters, you cannot sit still. Tom Crabtree then responds and says, oh, just you wait, Dan, and wait some more and keep waiting until the deadline is passed and keep waiting. Tom Crabtree, former tight end for the Green Bay Packers, slamming the Green Bay Packers. Uh, Northland, Wisconsin says, you don't pay a two for a mid-level receiver with a mid-level, with only one and a half years of control, no thanks. Packers aren't good enough uh, to co- to overpay. Are you crazy? I completely disagree with that. Bill Murphy needs to fire Goody right now. His ego has always written checks, and his talent judgment can't cash it. Seven first-rounders on defense. They stink. Can't judge a quarterback. Can't judge wide receivers. Can't judge tight ends. Got to fire this guy now. That's Badger Base right there. Oh, my goodness. Bryce says right now at the Crow. Buzzard Billy's out there in lacrosse. Cheers, man. Cheers. Enjoy the food. Wouldn't you like to be drinking right now? Oh, my God. I got a um, – Kristen's got a business dinner tonight down in Chicago, so I, I'm driving. So when I get off the air, I got to go change, got to go throw on a suit, and then we're heading down to Chicago tonight for uh, um, one of the clients. Actually, one of the clients we met when we were out at Super Bowl in L.A. He's flying into town. So we're doing that tonight. And uh, otherwise, I would be sitting in the bar downstairs with a cigar, drinking, maybe smoking, and screaming. just screaming, and that's it. I mean, it's it's a Tuesday. There's nothing going on. Uh, I guess I would be down there in my green and gold Zubas jumping around and giddy that the announcement came down today out of the Green Bay Packers organization that Jordy Nelson and Josh Sitton are going to be back as Packer Hall of Fame inductees. That's it. Uh, we are now two hours and 14 minutes away from the end of the trade deadline. Um, that's it. <laughs> Mike writes, 
The good news is Goody and Matt LaFleur both have their contract extension still intact. Yay. So, I know. It's 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 tough to make fun, but it is. It's just, it's you know, it's like, come on. It, and again, Northland, I understand where you're coming from because you want to put in value. Okay, first of all, at the trade deadline, you're always going to overpay. But considering what you're giving up in an unproven player versus a proven player, I don't care if he's mid-tier or not, he's better than what you have. Okay, we'll all agree on that. Chase Claypool can walk through the door today and be your number one, hands down, over what you have. Maybe Romeo uh, Dobbs will emerge, maybe Torre, maybe Christian Watson, who knows. But right now, he's your he would be your number one. So first of all, I'd trade a number one for a draft choice right now. No problem. Secondly, you pushed, you're paying a quarterback $50 million and you're not giving him the weapons to throw to. It's the dumbest thing you could pot. I, I, it's it's just stupid. It doesn't make it never made sense to me. It still doesn't make sense to me, and they're doing nothing to correct the mistake from earlier this year. Now, granted, like I said, Rodgers has to take part ownership of this because it was the waffling back and forth to where he could have just called Devontae and said, "Hey, I'm going to run it back three years, dude. Let's do this." And Devontae probably would have said, "Gotcha. Let's go." You know, Devontae would have signed a four- or five-year deal worth a ton of money, maybe with an out clause after three years in case Rodgers leaves and he knows that Jordan Love isn't the guy. He could have ran it back. We're ready to go. Let's do this. And still kept the numbers, still kept the Hall of Fame-type uh, numbers moving in his direction, still been in the safety blanket for Aaron Rodgers. It, it, they, it just So, you know, Aaron's got to own some of this, but this is just, this is a mess. 877-867-1670. Hey, don't forget about our friend Speak. You know what I could use right now? I'll be honest with you. I could use a lot of Forgotten Fire wines. I could use quite a bit right now. Maybe tonight would have been the night. Sit downstairs, smoke a cigar, have a nice Merlot, good red, maybe a Moscato even. Maybe I'm feeling a little bubbly tonight. Who knows? But uh, sat down there and just kind of said, you know, cheers to the Green Bay Packers. Cheers to trying. Cheers to believing that what you have is just fine. Cheers to drinking the green and gold Kool-Aid. Cheers to successes in the past. Cheers to a hopeful future. But no, it ain't going to happen. Uh, that's our friends at Forgotten Fire Winery. They want to put fun in a bottle for you. So it doesn't matter how you like it, how you want to drink it. You just drink it your way and enjoy it. Go to ForgottenFireWinery.com. That is ForgottenFireWinery.com. Good stuff. And ask for it by name in grocery stores, liquor stores, and wine stores. That is Forgotten Fire Winery. This is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. Now, in Green Bay, here's Mike Clemens. The Packers viewed the tape of their 27-17 loss to the Bills. The game started out with another crisis on Green Bay's offensive line when Elton Jenkins was placed on the inactive list, not for his knee, but for a foot injury he suffered last week in practice. Head coach Matt LaFleur. It happened on Thursday. Um, just one of those deals where he got stepped on and we thought he was going to be all right. I think he thought he was going to be all right. And, you know, Sunday morning didn't feel great. Took him out in pregame, worked him out. And just it was one of those deals where he was having pain in a certain area and it just didn't feel like it was worth the risk. That meant rookie Zach Tom had to play left guard. The offensive line was able to move the ball in the ground game against the Bills' number one ranked defense, but came up short scoring points. Left tackle David Bakhtiari. I mean, I appreciate the fight, but I mean, loss is a loss. Um, Got to get it corrected. It's not something that uh, I'm not going to take victories on these losses. It's a L in the L column. We got to get it fixed. 
The Packers look to snap a four-game losing streak when they head to Detroit to face the Lions on Sunday. The Lions losing another one at the buzzer. The Dolphins coming back down 27-17 at halftime to score a touchdown in the final seconds for a 31-27 win. The Lions are now 1-6, head coach Dan Campbell. Those guys came back and played well the second half and stayed to their game plan, what they did, and, uh, and you know, and, and uh, we, we just... You know, we we didn't we didn't overcome it. That's Lions head coach Dan Campbell in Green Bay. I'm Mike Clemens on the Bill Michaels Show. Great company right here in New Berlin, Wisconsin, called Pindell. P i n d e l. Pindell. Pindell, and they are a quality manufacturing machining company. Uh, they're looking to hire. Uh, they pay some great wages, and they give some really good benefits, but also they train you, uh, whether it's the old-fashioned way, robotics, whatever it happens to be, and if you're even looking to get into it and then possibly move on and start your own company, they want to help you out with that as well. It's a really good company, Global Precision Manufacturing. That is Pindell, P-I-N-D-E-L, P-I-N-D-E-L, Pindell.com. That is Pindell.com. There you go. Good friends uh, over there at Pindell. Good sponsor of the program as well. Ime Adoka uh, has emerged as the front runner to be the next Brooklyn Nets head coach. Apparently, uh, at least according to the Athletic and the stadium. After the Nets today fired Steve Nash, which th- this is. This is just a joke. This is just like crazy. So here's the thing. Um, Oh, my goodness. (laughs) I can't even bring that up. If I say that, people will lose their day. I'll tell you after the top of the hour, so stay tuned for that. Here's the thing. Uh, Kyrie Irving puts out some anti-Semitic stuff. Okay, and then doubles down on it. And basically says, look, I'm, I'm going to say what I want. I feel strongly about this. And it's, you know, th- this is a league that really went to bat for inclusion, equity, race, religion, everything. I mean, it, it, and so far they've done nothing to Kyrie on this. The Nets, I thought Brian Windhorst today on ESPN was fantastic, basically saying the net the Nets aren't going to do anything. They've never done anything. They never will do anything. Nobody stops Kyrie just because of his talent, and it's a joke. The Nets are a joke. They're now the team that everybody loves to hate, in my opinion. So, and not to mention Ben, uh, our own Ben Kenny hates Ben Simmons, so there's another reason to hate him. But Kyrie, he just, he's going to do whatever he wants to do, right? So, he doesn't even have the balls to come out and kind of address all of this. They don't want him in front of the media because he's going to double down again and say, I'll do what I want to do. So Steve Nash takes the bullet and comes out and has to give the speak yesterday about how the organization will grow from this, will learn from this and the whole thing. And then they fire him the next day. Wow. A guy that uh, KD didn't even want around. Kevin Durant wanted him out, so it clearly nobody has control other than the players in Brooklyn. What an absolute joke of an organization. I hope they don't win another game 
the rest of their days. I really do. What a hip, hypocr- the hypocrisy is just uh, dripping throughout this whole situation. Anyway, when we come back, we, right? When we come back, you're not going to believe what was just tweeted out. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Hang in there. More to come right after this. The Bill Michael Show Podcast. Listen, rate, subscribe.